0: hello everybody welcome back to the friday night dinner podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always is dr stephanie sarkis phd you can find over at stephanie how are you today steph
1: great how are you
0: doing great thanks uh just recorded just an recording episode Nerds and Love episode oh, yeah. oh jinx. Uh, well, we Can talk
1: right this is so why this we're such great
0: podcast. co-hosts because we just our brains are synced up nearly perfectly it's still have up- everybody welcome back to the friday night dinner podcast i'm your host curtis with me as always is dr stephanie sarkis phd you can find over at stephanie how are you today steph i'm great how are you doing well thanks happy new year we're back happy
1: new year to you as well
0: yep thank you i imagine i say that
1: to people as long as i can
0: Hmm? well yeah i was just imagining luke ringing a big bell something like that you know was that an episode no I just imagine, like, he no. built... <laughs> we sh- there's- they should make a new episode, just one new episode, and the whole focal point of the story is Luke makes a big bell outside of their house and just rings it.
1: That would be that would be on brand, wouldn't it? Yeah. I feel like that would be something would yeah, uh, do. Well, I think they're, I read somewhere they're doing a season two of A Day in the Life, right? Or, or... I, I don't are- know if they are. It? Or what? they were they proposed it? I don't... I feel
0: like at this point if it ever does happen which i think it will i think there's mm-hmm. just there's too much of a fandom for the show for them to not do something to not do it
1: yeah i guess it's timing and then you know now we have omicron and
0: yeah i would you know it would be funny to like just see lorelei just try to survive the pandemic
1: and she's just go crazy <laughs> but that would be an interesting episode wouldn't it yeah it's so like who do you think would fare the best during the pandemic as far as like being able to adapt and like oh luke 100 because luke's a loader, right so because luke would be like i expected something terrible like this to happen yeah so he, he would be prepared he's got a little bit of prepper in him and
0: he's he, yeah he's, he's a bit of a loader. like i don't think he mm-hmm. minds his alone time so he would
1: he would probably thrive like emily would be yeah. suffering for sure right right yeah or she yeah. could learn how to use you know zoom
0: yeah, that would be funny just a, a subplot of an episode of emily trying to figure out how to use zoom
1: to right because in the next episode we learn how she doesn't know how to use the internet which was pretty amazing considering it was what 2005 when they filmed these or 2004 yeah like at that point the internet was starting to be a little bit more commonplace it was around for a long time like yeah. by 2005 we were on we were online like a lot so yeah that's kind of surprising to me but anyway but, uh, but, you know, Emily did all her stuff in person, as people did back then. Yeah.
0: Well, I think, like... As we
1: used
0: to <laughs> I mean, it's a little hard, like, different for me, at least, because, like, I remember when I was a teenager, yeah, you go on and, like, MSN Messenger or whatever else it was, like, you were chatting with people and doing stuff, but, like, I'd go lo- look over at my parents and they were like, how do I look things up on here? So, I, I feel like maybe there's a bit of a disconnect, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just... In I my mind see that though, yeah yeah i in my mind i'm like everyone was using the internet but it was probably just me chatting with all my buddies back then so
1: well they had message boards way back when i remember yeah like when i was was that in high school or a little bit later probably a little bit later but um yeah so they and they even had rpg well i guess games is in the word but they had rpg stuff back then too but it was all yep. text
0: so, yeah there was a, yeah so
1: i just i could see where emily kind of hasn't done internet stuff
0: hmm? i could see that too yeah um uh, but anyways we're talking about uh season five episode 10 the episode is called but not as cute as a pushkin so mm-hmm. uh yeah uh this episode written by amy sherman paladino uh so no daniel in sight thank goodness uh and then next my, episode
1: did he direct or write the next episode? He wrote the next one. And we'll talk about all the issues with that. But but for yeah. this episode. Yes.
0: And then um, the episode was uh, directed by uh, Michael Zimberg. who He was mostly a producer, but he did also direct a lot of st- stuff, too. He did one before this, too, right? Didn't he? Sometime? I feel like he might have. I'm going to have to look this up now.
1: I don't uh, he yeah, was, he, but... He he directed oh. six episodes in total six okay because i know we had mentioned his name in passing like maybe one or two one time or two times or something it looks okay, like he so did he's one like...
0: other episode before this and it was oh, okay. season four episode
1: 19. we must have talked about it i guess yep. now everybody's gonna watch season four episode 19 to see if i'm right <laughs> yes as you should um
0: yeah, this is episode. Uh, it, it's a uh, nice one to come back to. You know, I, I haven't watched <laughs> Gilmore Girls the entire time while we were taking a break. So, I uh, you know, I came back and watched it again today in preparation. And I was
1: like, "This is great." Because you've seen all these before, C, and I haven't. So this is yes. it's interesting to get your perspective on it, kind of like in in retrospect and also rewatching them than me never seeing these.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Rory is uh, asked to kind of host a Chilton student for a few days at Yale. Uh, but uh, the student kind of quickly derails everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you know yes, you know she she's kind of there to learn about uh, Yale and all that yeah. but mm-hmm. she's more interested in the parties and all that other stuff and yeah she gets right. into a little bit of trouble, which and somehow Rory's held responsible which makes no sense to me, but yeah. I mean, here's here's my thinking on that, because I, I have some thoughts on this. It's not like the girl is mm-hmm. like a six- or eight-year-old girl or something like that. Like, she's a right. pretty mature, hypothetically, teenager. Yes, Rory was kind of meant to be keeping an eye on her, but, you mm. know, she is a 17-year-old. Like, you're kind of, right. You, know, you should be standing on your own two feet, especially a 17-year-old mm-hmm. who's supposed to be going to
1: Yale at some point. Right. But I can see where this would backfire on Chilton because if the parents are kind of helicoptery, they could say, "You know, how dare you leave our sweet muffin with this girl that doesn't monitor her?" Like yeah. I could see the parents coming back to Chilton and going, Mm-mm-mm. "You know, like what? What's his name? Is, is his name Chamberlain? What, what's the dean's name? Dean, oh. uh, headmaster Tra- Charleston. Charlton? Charleston? Charleston? Charleston. Like yeah. the city? Charlton. Okay, not like the city. Or like okay. Charleston too? Charleston." we'll just charleston charles whatever headmaster c we'll just go with that charles there you go what's his name
0: i was just joking around i said mm-hmm. headmaster charles
1: oh oh your, your your sound cut out
0: we'll just shorten it to charles i just
1: heard charles out of nowhere yeah no, i was just joking around that we call him headmaster charles headmaster charles that works he probably wouldn't be happy with that because he seems like he's slightly crabby. But
0: yeah, he does. Yeah, whatever.
1: He's fictional. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah. Uh. Lorelai also kind of discovers a little bit about uh, Luke's dark day, which everyone kind of keeps referring to, like Luke's. Got which a... we kind of knew
1: about that before, right? Like on previous episodes that he. I for some reason I knew that right around when his dad died he kinda of disappeared. I think this has been brought up before, but I can't remember when.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely thought it was as well. I definitely remember them mentioning it at a certain
1: Because he closed the he closed the diner.
0: Yes. In one of the previous seasons. Mm hmm. Yeah. I they it was weird cuz they were kind of bringing it up like it was some new thing and I'm like I'm pretty sure I know about this. But I couldn't tell if it was because I've watched the show already or if it was because they mentioned it already. But No,
1: I think they no so as a person that's new to this, I remember something about how he wasn't around and he yes. closed the diner and I think Lorelai was like what happened? They're like, you know, he like this is a day where he goes out somewhere or something. Yeah. Oh. So. Now his mom had passed away too, right? Did they talk about that, or we don't know that? I think the mom, uh, left them. I
0: believe. From uh, left
1: I Luke and and Liz.
0: Yeah, because I think oh. from what I recall, it was mostly the dad raising them. So,
1: oh. if I'm remembering correctly, okay. which I think huh. I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Which kind of explains Liz's attempt to keep finding a a relationship that works for her yeah and maybe not find the best partners
0: and also too i could see it where also hypothetically too i mean she didn't really probably have a mother around so she probably doesn't have much of a baseline Mm -hmm. for understanding what a mother is like really if uh, she was raised mostly by luke oh yeah
1: because we have jess right so that explains her issues with attachment with him and that explains Jess's issues yeah and explains luke's issues
0: it's just a whole host of issues (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I liked how they handled it, how there was a little bit of communication issues there with them and, you know, wasn't perfect, but I think in the end it kind of worked out for them.
1: So, yep. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Logan did a big grand gesture of ridicule of Rory, which I which... thought was not nice. Yeah, oh, go
0: ahead. Yeah, uh, and uh, Marty even points out, and like, you know, what I don't like is Rory's supposed to be pretty smart, and yet she hasn't quite figured out that Logan's into her, and like she has to have Marty, I see, though.
1: I could see, though, where Rory would not think that because I mean, I, I personally didn't, I just thought he was just being a jerk. And just wanted attention. I didn't pick up on him doing that as a way that he liked her. Because what a, what an obnoxious way. And I think we have this thing culturally, socially, where, you know, like when boys or men tease you, that that means they like you. And so I think that that's become an issue where, you know, a lot of times that stuff's not okay. Uh, what, what Logan did, in my opinion, is not okay. No. That he embarrassed her in a class. And to me, that's not how you show that you like somebody or respect them. No. Because I think girls over time have been told that, oh, well, the boy, if a boy teases you, they like you. Well, no, sometimes it's bullying. So, yeah. I thought what he did kind of was bullying, in a way. Yeah. Uh, if any Well, my impression on it or
0: take on it was that, like, he does things for attention and maybe he's doing it for Rory's attention, but either mm-hmm. way he seems so desperate for attention that, like, it just seemed yeah. kind of off-putting that, like, he would do something like mm-hmm. that when it's, like, get someone in private and tell them that you like them don't you know right make a big scene out of a class that brings attention to you and them and it's just a whole right
1: thing. and embarrass embarrass the her in front of her teacher get her in trouble with the teacher because didn't he call i can't remember didn't he call her out as part of it i don't know if he the teacher got mad at
0: her but i think they later played on this with Richard. Uh, um richard, richard. Who came to the campus which was such a great scene right. that was great mm-hmm. uh
1: Oh, yeah, he scary... got my best performance,
0: yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he scared, uh, scared, Logan scared so the daylights
1: out of him, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, Don't worry, Emily's handling the announcements and all this, right? Funny. Right, um, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, it was a nice little prank by Richard, which I thought was great.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else in this episode, but. I think oh I was... the life coach so um uh, we see the life coach who played the flight attendant on bridesmaids so he oh. plays paris's life coach and he apparently had court-ordered rehab and and paris wasn't getting her life coaching for a while so he so the life coach is back and he's <laughs> like the prescription was in my rolodex right or my filofax or something yeah for why he was in rehab um so uh he kind of is telling her, you need to go out and date. And she's like, she's like, you know, Asher just died. And he's like, <laughs> he said something like he was already halfway dead when you met him or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then he tries to, you know, hit up Rory for counseling or, or not counseling because he's not a counselor at all. Let me just clarify that. Yeah. He tells like, um, she says something to uh, Headmaster Charles, whatever, that, you know, I just got the message now. And he goes, that sounds past aggressive. Do you need to talk to me later? Something. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about um, them. also the
0: fact that Paris now has a new boyfriend. Good for her. Doyle, right? Is it yeah. Doyle? I can't remember. Yeah, okay. it's Doyle. <laughs> editor. Yeah. yeah. Good for her, and yeah. good for Doyle too. They seem like a pretty yeah. good match.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they I do. Like... They're they're crabby in similar ways.
0: Hmm? Yeah, I also liked how they handled them figuring it out. Because they were both Mm -hmm. at that speed dating thing, and then they both realized that they were both on the same wavelength. And I liked how they did that. That was good. Kind of like, yeah, like they're starting to realize,
1: like, hey, this this person's pretty cool, actually, kind of my wavelength. Uh, And the person says, like, my major's drama, and she and she hits the bell. She's like, next. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was great.
0: Yeah, Paris Paris has no time. And uh, mm-hmm. but, but they quick, mm-hmm. they escalate things pretty quickly. I like Paris's yeah. uh, explanation for that. She says something like, oh, "We just figured we skipped dinner and just go straight to sex" or something like that. I'm right, para- right. Paraphrasing a little bit. It's pretty yeah. direct. Right. Yeah. Right. It was pretty funny. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's it for the plot summary. I can't really think of too much else mm-hmm. that happened in this episode. Yeah, that was
1: that's enough. That's yeah. A
0: lot. Oh, there was also. The Miss Patty's having her anniversary.
1: Oh, her anniversary party for Broadway, where she or she was an off her first off Broadway show in Ohio or something. And Lorelai's like, well, yeah, that's off Broadway. Yeah. So. She said that show has been better to her, more loyal than any man she's been married to, or something. <laughs> I did like the recurring joke of
0: uh, she has got, got an anniversary to which husband.
1: Right. Right, yeah. Lorelai says that a couple other characters, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: all right. Uh, Who she
1: is? She actually was a, um, or is, um, pretty well known for. Well, she was on several shows. I know, like in the seventies, okay, and eighties, because she knows the lady that plays Babette, Sally Struthers. She knows her well from back then. I can't remember what show she was on. Was she also on All in the Family with, with Sally Struthers? I don't know. But anyways, so they know each other way back. So she's been in show. She actually has been in show business for a long time. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So her most, that's kind her of most accurate.
0: Well, her most well-known is mostly stuff from the 90s, it looks like. but
1: Oh, really? Stuff from the 70s, too. Yeah. yeah. I think she's been in it like, for, for like a few decades, at least. She's been in and out of shows. So She was not All in the Family. There you go. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was in seven episodes. Oh wow! Did what part did she play? Does it say on there? Teresa on the thing, Betancourt. I think I kind of know who that is, but wow! No, I know who that is. That's her. Wow. Huh. Oh okay. really? Yeah, I recognize that name from the show. Yeah, because that was was that on? that was on when I was a kid. So okay. All in the family. I'm looking it up i didn't know who
0: teresa bettencourt is and yeah that's her all right obviously much younger but still
1: yeah Um, that bettencourt
0: okay yeah so who is your favorite and least favorite performance from this episode
1: and my ipad just shut off um i didn't like where did i put it oh these notes all ran together um I didn't like Logan just for the sake of him being rude, but you know, it's one of those things is like, I really didn't want to like his performance, but I actually kind of did. Um, That doesn't mean I agree with what he did, but I didn't like Rory or Paris. Mm. I didn't like one of their performances. I didn't find them to be engaging. Um, And I know like with Paris's dialogue, it's hard to navigate around that because it's so absolute. Um, So I don't know if, if it's the way it was acted or the dialogue, maybe the dialogue. Um, the best, I I said Richard just for the the way that he pulled off that scam on Logan. I thought that was good. Mm. So yeah. What's yours?
0: Uh, best. Um, uh, I'll say Richard. Yeah, I did like Richard. Uh, mm-hmm. I think my least favorite was probably Luke. I don't know. I just thought the whole mystery of what he was doing and all that i don't know i kind of thought like yeah i get it he's kind of like a keeping things to himself kind of guy but he's also in a relationship now with uh, lorelei so you think he would be a little bit more open so i don't so yours is more like the the character not the performance i thought the performance was like... a little lacking a mm-hmm. little bit like i just mm-hmm. felt like it just didn't feel like luke I don't know. I felt like he was maybe overplaying a little bit of his like secretive side. So it could have been a little more subtle. Yeah. Yeah, I think it could have been a little bit more nuanced. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: he still was really I good. I can see that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Richard was so great this episode. And uh, was this the episode two where they find the dog? Or I think that might be next episode. That's next episode. Okay.
1: Um. Favorite reference from this episode? Do you have a favorite? So there's one that that um, I was kind of surprised was brought up. It's about uh, Lorelai says to Rory something about, "Oh yeah, you're weird about keeping notebooks like Bob Graham." And I was like, "Are they talking about our former governor and senator?" And yes, they were. I had I didn't know this fact. Maybe I'd forgotten it. But so Bob Graham was our uh, our governor for several years and then our state senator. And he apparently kept color coded notebooks where he would write stuff down like. Turn on the TV, eat an orange, and these notebooks are now housed at my alma mater, University of Florida, because that's where he went to school. So they're they're housed in the UF library, all his notebooks. Mm. So he did actually keep notebooks like that, and and then I read that it might have cost him being nominated for being vice president, oh because, really? Because yeah, because they were because it was seen as like kind of being somewhat odd, mm. but I can also see where where people do that as a way to just like, you know, stay on track with their day. Um, I think it can sometimes devolve into possibly OCD behavior, Um, but I know people that do that just to kind of keep themselves on track to hold themselves accountable for things too. But, um, like, I guess he even had something about, he rewound a videotape and he put that on his list of things he did. That's (laughs) too funny. So yeah. So yeah. So those notebooks are now official record at my alma mater. So, um, so that was the reference. Yep. How about
0: you? Uh there was a Willy Wonka reference and I thought was pretty funny. Lorela says oh, You're yeah, like hotter than Willy Wonka and Luke says, I'm not hotter than Willy Wonka. You could tell he he's just... like,
1: well, with the hat. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was just funny. I don't know. I just Luke's response to that was great. He's like,
1: I'm not hotter than Willy Wonka. Where he's like, I totally am.
0: <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't admit to it, but he's uh, pretty attractive, man, so
1: I mean, and how great is it that you have a boyfriend who lives in a diner, you can just go get pie anytime you want. Like, that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the best. How uh, perfect is that? You just go downstairs and get snacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's the best um, benefit there.
1: Um, like, for for, for Lorelai, that's, like,
0: that's where it's at. You know, yeah. it's like she gets food anytime she wants. Well, there was the time, too, where she's like, yeah, it can't be food from the house. We have to go to the diner.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that one episode where she was that the last episode before this where she was like, you know, making me food? Like that was kind of obnoxious. She's like, let's just go to the diner instead yeah. of you making me food. And I'm like, what? He's a diner owner making you food. Just accept it. But yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing. Right.
0: Um, favorite quote. Did you have a favorite quote from this episode?
1: I like the headmaster saying, um, Rory started talking about how the girl, I think her name's Anna, had the same last name as the character in the movie Sabrina. and and, um and the headmaster said something like i think that has run across my mind which is have we segued into discussing a movie (laughs) because you'll hear something from them and you're like oh yeah i think she's talking about like you know they throw out reference they throw out like 80 references per episode and so sometimes you go oh are we have we segued into referencing a movie and she's like yes and he and she goes i will finish the segue or whatever and he's like thank you very much (laughs)
0: that was was like they just called it out he's like
1: are you talking about a movie
0: (laughs) yeah
1: very meta
0: which i thought was great
1: yeah yeah i mean because i'm sure some of the audience including me have thought that like oh are we talking about a movie is this is this what we're turned into yeah right (laughs) uh my favorite was when
0: uh kirk kind of gets close to Lorelai, and Lorelai's talking to Rory on the phone. She says, you know what? I have someone standing abnormally yeah. close to me right now. I'll call you later. And Rory says, okay, say hi to Kirk for me. Atta Kirk, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just new. Which, right. uh, I don't think Kirk would do well in the pandemic. He loves to stand near people.
1: I don't think he would do too well. I wonder... Yeah, you kind of wonder how he would react. That'd be great if they did a year in the life where they talk about the pandemic, just to see how each character would respond. Two years in the life. <laughs> right. Like, Jess probably would have read up everything on it would have been, like, the, the town, like, informer of everything. Yeah. Accurate. I could see him doing that. Yep. Yeah. Just and Luke would just, lunch. like, shut the diner down and just be in his basement or something. Yeah. Being a Pretty bit of a prepper. Right.
0: Um yeah any behind the scenes trivia let's see if there's anything interesting for this episode uh, all right uh, um oh no that's not this episode
1: how dare you imdb you're trying to sabotage me i can talk about mental health stuff while you look that up okay you do that sure okay so don't do the thing that Logan did that's bad. Yes. Don't embarrass somebody that you like for the sake of flirting with them. Um, you know, today I think if that had happened, there possibly could have been a lawsuit. <laughs> so don't do not do that. Um, I thought it was interesting that Lorelai was asking Rory, you know, if she thought, was it that Logan was cute or something? And, Laura's, and Rory's like, I don't know. And she said, well, I don't want ugly grandchildren. And I know she said it like, kind of like sarcastically but i was like wow that's that kind of stings yeah (laughs) so i'm like don't don't say that either like you know there's some families you can joke around about that stuff but you know there's behind every kind of sarcastic remark there's a little bit of truth so you know i think this is where we kind of start seeing i think in this episode maybe the previous one and definitely the next one you start seeing that i start kind of questioning lorelei's character Mm. and and um and Rory kind of the next episode also backs up the, the issues with character. So I think this is kind of where I started seeing more that Lorelai is turning into somebody that I don't necessarily recognize. Mm. Um, and also you know, when Anna's missing, uh, Rory calls Lorelai and says, you know, I don't know where she would go. I'm trying to find places to go. And Lorelai says, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed that or that she's disappointed that Rory doesn't know where a 16 year old would go. And I know that that's also sarcastic, but there is a little bit of truth in that, that that Rory was not the typical 16-year-old. She no. liked to read. She liked to... And I'm not saying that there aren't 16-year-olds like to read, but again, the stereotype is that you're out hanging out with friends and everything. And and I think Lorelai has this idea of what what Rory's teenage years are supposed to be like. And I feel like Rory and Lorelai have said in different ways that the way that... That Rory turned out is not what she expected for a teenager. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind too that that Lorelai was pregnant at sixteen, so she missed out on a lot of teenage stuff. Yeah. So, but I think that there's kind of this this maybe unhealthy standard that lorelei has created that she will poke sometimes at Rory. And again, it's supposed to be good natured, but poke at her for not being exactly like what a teenager is stereotypically thought to be. Uh, yeah. So you know everybody's going to do things a little differently. So, and again, I know that there was, it's supposed to be good humored, but there's always like a little grain of truth in those things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I always feel like, like, um, I usually feel like that somehow Lorelai feels like Rory didn't have like a standard adolescence, which is totally okay. Yeah. So
0: not everyone does, nor do you need to, I don't think. Right.
1: And what is a standard?
0: Yeah. Adolescence? There's not really, especially when it comes to something like really exist, being a right? teenager. Like, everyone's different. Right. And,
1: and wouldn't you be happy that your kid likes to read and, you know, is more introverted and doesn't go out and party a lot? I mean, I would think that that would be a good thing. But yeah. it's almost like Rory looks at as Rory missed out. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And that's unfortunate.
0: Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Uh, there is a little bit of trivia from this episode in that Rory oh. mentions Spike and Drusilla, which are characters from the TV show buffy the vampire slayer but
1: i got the spike part okay
0: yeah but uh danny strong who plays doyle actually was on um buffy the vampire slayer from 1996
1: to 2003 oh a long time yeah what did he play
0: uh he played a character called doyle mcmaster
1: Wait, his name was Doyle on on Buffy and on. Oh wait, Gilmore no, now?
0: never mind. Sorry, he played a character called Jonathan Levinson. <laughs>
1: <Wait>. <laughs> well, Doyle McMaster is that? Wait, that's the is that the name of the editor? Is yeah. Doyle McMaster? Yeah. Okay.
0: And then, okay. sorry, I is
1: what are the chances?
0: <laughs> just plays Doyle all the time. Uh, no, he played his character in Buffy the Vampire Slayer was called Jonathan Levinson
1: because so. i mean he does look like a doyle so i could see them kind of running with that name so
0: it would have been a distinct. He,
1: he was on buffy before
0: oh go ahead yeah he was on buffy before but it would have been just funny though if they just kept it like so you think that it's the same character because they're both named I mean,
1: by... maybe that is that easier for the actor to have the same name for a character like from show to show because you're just kind of like you're like if you recall oh, that you're sure know, like, yeah your name? it's, to be kind it's of gotta be tough when there's a character with a similar name hmm? yeah Plus,
0: you think it'd be kind of fun, too, because you could probably do a little more with that than you could if it was a different name.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very true. Uh, I think it's time to rate this episode. What were you thinking okay. for a score? It's a seven. I thought it was okay. Um, it was good in some parts. Um, I don't think it's up to the standard that that she, that Amy Sherman Paldino set in previous episodes, but it was pretty good. What do mm-hmm. you think? Uh, I'll give it...
0: Yeah, You know what? I'm thinking a 7 out of 10 as well. Okay. This was okay. I think it was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the part that I liked the most was just how nerdy Rory was. But then it was kind of nice to watch it all get derailed when this girl was just not interested in that stuff. She's more interested right. in partying. I thought that was probably like... I don't know. They don't really play it up that much. But I thought it was kind of funny how like rory's thinking like oh she want to see you this bench and all this other stuff and this girl's like mm-hmm. no i'm here to party
1: well it really shows that that rory really loves the school yes you know because remember she was on this this train for harvard and then she wound up going to her grandpa's alma mater and she really enjoys it the fact that she is so excited talking about it, i was like it's really nice to see a character that really loves what they're talking about mm-hmm. or, or people in real life for that matter yeah um, so it's kind of neat to see her kind of inner element and she'd be a great tour guide. So, but mm-hmm. Anna wasn't having it. Anna was interested for a while, but then not. Yeah. And then she and Richard were sharing, so Rory and Richard were sharing all the stuff that they were excited about seeing. And he's like, oh, that's a tough choice when they're talking about two libraries or something. And I'm like, I really like that they're so on the same wavelength, Rory
0: mm-hmm. and Richard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steph is over at StephanieSarkis.com Gaslighting is her book and Talking Brains is her other podcast I'm over at Three Year Nerds where almost every other day Got new content going up And with that said we'll see you all next time Bye for now right, everybody.